Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Going live in three, two, two, one. And hey, everybody, Chris Moulton here, Moulton Chiropractic with Dr. Nathan Warden, Moulton Chiropractic as well. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, to detox or not to detox. That is the question. Mm-hmm. A lot of buzzwords, a lot of nutrition involved in it. Not a simple question of yes it's or no. It's also approaching that time of year where everybody's going to be throwing something at you. Why is it so <laughs> popular this time of year? I think nobody, new nobody beginnings. detoxes in July. Yeah, new beginnings. <laughs> you know, we just think that our culture is just centered on uh, New Year, New You. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> YOLO. Yeah, um, uh, you know, just changes. What changes do you want to make? Setting goals for the new year. It's always easy because it's fresh and yeah. kicks it off. Uh, but you know, I don't, I don't even know when all that began. I guess it's probably been with us longer than we realize. The detox trend. Uh, Just in general, like the new year, start the new diet, start the, you know. New beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't don't know culturally where that started, but I mean, resolutions go back fairly far, but um, I don't, you know, I imagine at some point a trend hit where uh, gym memberships skyrocket and (laughs) smoothie sales skyrocket. You know, it's all for a short bit. Right. Like none of us are doing this in July. No. So, I mean, for me, the question comes up, you know, is this program good? Is this something you should do? What do you think about detoxing? What do you think about supplements? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, we've been pretty firm in what we believe that food is better than everything else. Yeah. And the people we learn from agree 100% that Absolutely. food is most important. Right. And really, supplementation is doing such a small little nudge or little zhuzh in one direction. Right. Um, and some people need that. Right. Um, or in some cases that we use certain supplementation, herbal strength stuff. Yeah. We're trying to nip something in the butt and bomb yeah, you it don't, out. You don't, yeah. walk, you don't walk in here and first thing you get is a pile of supplements that we think you need to take uh, randomly. You right. Know? Or, yeah, yeah. or not that they don't have benefit, but yeah. it's just not the way we start care. Because it's like we say this all the time with people. It's like if you're hitting the drive through on the way out of here <laughs> and we just handed you up a bunch of supplements – the problem is not the supplements. The problem is where you. you're going. Yeah, you going <laughs> through the drive-through. Yeah. Um, so we we always work to be like if we're going to heal, you know, we need to start healing appropriately. Yeah, and add in some of the other bad habits on top of that. Right. You know. So what type of nutritional things do you hit with patients like out the gate? Out the gate, start asking frequency of meals. You know, are they eating? multiple times a day um if they're not what when are they eating Uh, Mm -hmm. i think intermittent fasting is a good thing to do but you know if you're you're like yeah i'm intermittent fasting and i only eat dinner and to try to save calories you're only eating a salad with a couple ingredients like you you still have to eat right you still have to get food in so that's usually a struggle or it's like, yeah, I only eat once, and by the time I'm hungry, I go hit the drive-through, and I get whatever, but I haven't gained any weight because of it. And it's like, yeah, well, we still are not getting the best, you know, quality food. The my calories favorite, may be in check, but my favorite is when somebody's like, oh, I heard it's not, it's better to not eat breakfast. Like, it's yeah. good tonight, and then they go eat Chick Fil A for lunch because they're so hungry that they get you know, two chicken sandwiches, French fry, peppermint shake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> 
Yeah. And they're like, well, I just was so hungry. Or then yeah. it's like, and then, so I ate healthy at lunch, but then I, I just felt that calorie deficit that I just went home and right. your brain knows right. uh, fat yeah. and carbs. Yeah. And, and if, all that. if you good. are, if you are intermittent fasting, you have to just find which part of that schedule works better for you. Cause it's skipping breakfast. Okay, fine. But if it's easier for you to eat earlier in the day and be done by the afternoon, great. If it's easier for you yeah, to skip yeah, the morning, you gotta find your time. Yeah, period. whatever works well for you, that's totally fine. But again, it comes down to the, the content. You know, it's usually the what. So let's talk about intermittent fasting because that's another buzzword like uh, detoxes. It's just a newer one, right? And I remember having people um, do this. I don't know what eight years ago or whatever when I first started training in a big box gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very foreign concept. I didn't ever call it intermittent fasting. I didn't know what it was necessarily called. I just was reading about these eating periods and trying to lengthen the time that you're not eating, but more importantly, controlling the amount of time that you are eating because right. it's, it's when we're out of control in those areas that right. bad stuff happens. And so I would tell people um, for nutrition, you know, we want to focus on the, the macros of like what is our protein, what healthy fats are we having, what type of carbs are we eating? Um, are they good carbs, bad carbs, starchy, fibrous? When are we having them? Right. Um, are they like treats or are they like vegetables? And, you know, yeah. And understanding the energy difference of a carb versus a fat. And that conversation right there, they'd be like, whoa, I had never, never thought, thought of it. Yeah. Of like the fuel systems like that. Like that makes a lot of sense of when we eat something that's high carb, high fat, why our body gains weight because we're eating two different fuel sources at the same time. Right. And then not doing anything with yeah, it. Yeah, and the body's going to go after the efficient one first, the easy oh, one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so I would say, you know, on top of this, I want you to try to only eat in an eight-hour period. So what time do you eat breakfast? And I would say uh, 7.30. I'd say, okay, so 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30, 12.00. Okay, you have to be done eating by 3.30. And they're like, are you nuts? Like, yeah. I can't eat after 3.30? I'm like, yeah, be done by 3.30. Right. So plan mm-hmm. your day around that. I said, now, if that's too hard, let's go with 4.30. Or five thirty. Let's do a ten-hour period. Yeah, or even a twelve-hour period. Okay, but let's be like, if you're that worried and you need to start at a twelve-hour, let's do that and let's just see. Because if you being done by five thirty, does that still feel early? They're like, yeah, that's still pushing. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go with that. And the people that would do it, most of them like, I I tried the eight-hour. Actually, wasn't that bad because I. I guess I wasn't always eating. And right. so I wasn't eating at 7.30 like I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and days where I didn't eat till 8.30, I made sure I was just done by 4.30. Right. And that was a lot easier. Right. And then I realized, well, if I get up and get ready and get to work and then eat at 9.30, that 5.30 really wasn't that bad. Like that seems like the times that people should be eating. Right. It was the extreme that I thought I'd get up early and start my day yeah. and eat at 7.30. I thought 3.30 was crazy. But they go, I was just... They're like, I was really hungry the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just because I was being depri- I felt deprived, like, mm-hmm. because I can't eat. Right. Can't All of a sudden I just want to eat. To. <laughs> and I would tell them, if you, if you eat outside of it, you can have water, tea, like unsweetened yeah. tea, whatever, uh, like green tea, things like that. And raw vegetables. Yeah. Only raw vegetables because you don't actually, you're not actually hungry. Yeah. If you, if you're hungry enough that you want to eat raw vegetables, then you're yeah, probably you're, actually you're, hungry you're, and you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. And they're like, man, after a couple of days, they're like, I felt so good. They're yeah. like, my, my pooing was regular. Yep. Um, and I didn't feel bloated. Mm-hmm. I dropped a ton of weight already. Just probably yeah. water weight, which they understood. Inflammation comes down usually. And they're like, my, my cravings are gone. Like, like so quick, like, yeah. like I got through the hump, and they're like, "This is amazing." Sleep better, you know. Yeah, fall just from faster, restricting stay their, asleep longer. Their eating periods, and they're like, 
I'm not snacking at night because I'm being bored watching TV. Like I actually was like tired at like nine o'clock and mm-hmm. ready to go to bed. And then I was up at six and right. now seven thirty seems like a good time to eat breakfast. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't groggy when I got to work and Absolutely. they're like, This is awesome. Yeah. And especially, you know, caffeine in the midst of all of this. Like so many of us tried to synthetically create energy. Yeah. And so we're pounding energy drinks, we're pounding coffee all throughout the day you know when people are like oh i i can have caffeine all day long and it doesn't affect my sleep if we really look at <laughs> it it probably does you know because oh, yeah. it's like how's, what's your sleep i got my coffee cup i've here. got three cups in me already for this morning you know so well yeah because i brought the rest of the pot yeah with me. <laughs> yeah can't waste it it's good coffee <laughs> that's usually what happens is i make it and then I pour the first cup, and then I'm running around with the kids yeah. and getting them ready. And, and I come back, and it's, like, still full. I'm like, wow. Oh. Yeah. But it's time to go. Right. So I don't want to slam this down and then leave the pot there. I get more irritated when it's still hot because I want to drink it. Yeah, I got to have it. It's too hot to swallow and then, you know, slam it down. And I, I get irritated. I'm like, ah, it's still hot. Ah, this it's still is a, hot. This is a don't do as I do. This is a do <laughs> yeah. as I say moment. Caffeine. Yeah. But, yeah, caffeine's but, half, but, half-life. You know, like even on programs like the Whole30, you know, they tell you, like, you can have caffeine. You can have your coffee. Usually it's what we add to these cof- to our coffee to there. Think about yeah. creamers. You yeah. know? I'm not talking about, I mean, half and half, sure, if dairy's an issue for you, milk, things like that. But what about sugar? What about all these coffee mates and all these different types of sweeteners oh, yeah. and stuff? Kind of tastes like sugar cookie or gingerbread mint. Yeah, or pumpkin, spice, pumpkin spice, you know, that. cinnamon for this time of <laughs> year, peppermint, you know, like yeah. you go down the line. And so we're always adding these things in there. And when you start to really clean that out, and it's like if for some people you say drink black coffee, cut it off before 2 p.m., they're like, no, can't, can't yeah. do it. Then it's like, yeah. well, then go cold turkey and get, just get off coffee. Yeah. I've well, done that. Because they don't really like the coffee. They like the sweetness. Yeah. It's, right? Yeah. Do, so do you like the coffee? It's like if, if your coffee needs that medication <laughs> for it to taste good, maybe just buy better coffee. Yeah. Well, caffeine, I'll, usually what I'll do is break the math down with somebody of like, uh, if coffee's half-life uh, or caffeine's half-life is eight hours and you just took in, let's say, two cups of coffee, 200 milligrams of caffeine, eight hours later, you still, got 100. You still have 100 milligrams in there. <laughs> yeah. Eight hours after that, you're at 50. Eight hours after that, when you start brewing the next pot, you still have 25, which isn't doesn't sound bad. Right. This starts to compound on top of itself. Right. The thing is, the people I have this conversation with aren't people with 200 milligrams of coffee in the morning. Right. They're having a pot of coffee, mm-hmm. and I'm part of that. And so we were like, hey, that's like six cups. Mm-hmm. So you're at like 600 milligrams. Right. Um, and I get that you drink it from 8 a.m. to noon, whatever. Right. Um, but it's still we've got to break down that half-life still. Yeah. And then we'll do the math, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to bed with two cups of coffee in me. No wonder. Right. No wonder it takes me forever to fall asleep. I'm not tired, and then I wake up, and i got to have another hit. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, and it, it just keeps building and building and building, and this is how you get buildup in your, you know, your adrenals start to get fatigued. You get, mm-hmm. you know, your, your detox system and your filtration systems get bogged down. Um, and then if you're, I mean, and all of that, so nicotine and sugar uh, and caffeine, you know, they all love the same area of activity in the brain. And so all that compounding that we just talked about with caffeine is happens also with sugar. Like we're yeah. getting sugar in us and it's like, ah, that's not enough. I need a little bit more. Yeah. I need a little bit more. And so we continually take it in and we get to the, these issues. And usually it's just like 
the you know going i'm going to kind of pull back to when we're talking to patients it's like all right how often are you eating and then we go into the what are you eating because we can work on the how much once we know the what's you know right yeah you know the what and the how often i think um it is it's like let's address that first you know it's like oh you're not sleeping well like what's your nighttime routine look like it's when are you eating like what you know, yeah. where, what are these roadblocks? Because before you, you know, want to jump into a program, you need to start looking at like, will I be successful on this? Am I going to set myself yeah. up for success? Because before I drop, you know, money on a, a detox program and a bunch of good food, yeah, will I be successful on it? Well, if they haven't done the behavioral, they're going to probably, they might do well, mm-hmm. um, but they're not going to know what to do afterwards. Right nothing's going to stick. It was just a 28 day crash or a 30 day crash or yeah. 21, whatever. And, and then I don't know what to do after that. Right. Yeah. You know, there's just so many, uh, these are, these are all the conversations that happen in an appointment. So people are like, wow, your chiropractor talks to you about all this stuff. Yeah. Well, they should. Yeah. If you go to a chiropractor where you're there for three minutes and you get the same adjustment every time, then yeah, they're probably not going to talk to you about this. Right. They maybe have like a really generic handout that, I, yeah, eat like this. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> you don't read it. It doesn't work. And I don't blame you for not reading it. Because um, we, we ask the question when people are coming in because we have longer appointments. It's like, you know, I find this on you. I saw you uh, two days ago and I found the exact same adjustments. Mm-hmm. And when you really start diving into what we're, you know, what we learn in chiropractic school and, and other learning outside of that school, it's like, we, we need to ask the question, why, why is this the areas to there? And so it leads down to that path of like, what is going on nutritionally? Because I adjusted this two days ago. It shouldn't be back. It shouldn't be back that fast. It's, mm-hmm. it's likely that it'll come back. But if you know, you're getting, C1 adjusted every time, same side, like two days apart, then we definitely are in a nutritional state of something's going on here. Yeah. We're, we're not, yeah. we're not healthy in multiple factors, you know, like there's other things going on yeah. could, and it could be other underlying issues too, like, um, you know, fungal and yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> things like that. So talking about those herbal things, you know, yeah. uh, for addressing some of these issues. You know, I think the biggest takeaway here is that we, um, if you're, if this is a doctor listening, if this is a patient, the doctors need to spend more time evaluating this stuff and the patients need to expect more of this from their doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, medical doctors are not going to go into this when they have like a semester of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not what they have time for. It's not in their toolbox. Um, most of them will tell you to eat healthy and find a nutritionist who has really dedicated some time to this. And we would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, or get into a chiropractor that does this kind of stuff, which then it gets labeled as like functional medicine or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you need to take the time to get evaluated and have these questions asked because most people come in and think they're healthy. Right. And when we go through their new patient paperwork and go through these conversations and you guys make all these notes and then I go through it after that to see like, what is this patient's story? Right. And okay. Right off the bat, they think they're healthy and they're just here because they pulled something, Mm -hmm. you know, but they've got frequent headaches. They, uh, my favorite that I've started dizzy, to pay, pay attention to is, um, the early part of the paperwork. Do you have seasonal allergies? They check no. And when you get to the review of systems, they put yes. Seasonal allergies. <laughs> Same <yeah>. question. <laughs> you go through all these check boxes. They got allergies. They got headaches. They have frequent migraines. They wake up at night having to urinate all the time. 
They have difficulty falling asleep. They drink caffeine every day, alcohol multiple times a week. Yeah, joint pain. They're on a blood pressure med. They're taking baby ibuprofen. Mm -hmm. Um, And then their family history is real, you know, full of, you know, heart problems and this and that. But they think, well, I'm not obese on a BMI index. Yeah, and I feel okay. But they've they've been living in this drag and this draw this this like level of what chiropractic would call like disease, mm-hmm. you know, not a disease like oh you have you have ease, this like yeah, yeah dis hyphen ease as in you're out of balance you're man uncomfortable, your yeah. your life is in a funk and you've been in that for so long that you think that that's now the normal mm-hmm. you know uh, it's like when you drive your car with a lot of like check engine lights and alignment that's it's off fine. and it's all fine. that and you get used to it but if somebody fixed it you'd be like whoa oh this thing's driving like new again feels <laughs> starts on the first crank <laughs> and that's what chiropractic will do to your life it will literally change how everything feels and handles every day and people will say oh don't go a chiropractor because once you get adjusted you they gotta, want, keep you gotta go back forever well yeah exactly man <laughs> that's because you're you have not felt since you were a baby what this feels like to not be under constant stress and just yeah. freaking cortisol drip drip yeah. drip drip and yeah so your brain goes we need to go back there yeah we need to go back and this is why we have care plans that are based around getting rid of somebody's complaint for sure i don't want you to be in pain you came yeah. to me to get out of pain yes but then we need to go into a very important phase of care which is why are you in pain to begin with now mm-hmm. that we've put the fire out before we rebuild the structure, what caused the fire to begin with? Mm-hmm. And that is an important part of care. And if you're not committed to a long-term commitment to changing your life to yep. figure out, because you're just okay with your house burning down once a year, yeah, and somebody adjusting you, and yeah, I'll be back, blah, blah, then this isn't the place for you. Right. But that's where maintenance care becomes incredibly crucial. Yeah. You can call it wellness, maintenance, I don't care. What it is is my body knows what it feels like to be off yeah. or in dis-ease or in a funk and just dragging. Yep. And it's it's trying to handle the amount of stress and, and deal with it with cortisol and yeah. adrenals and kidneys, liver. Everything is trying to keep up, but then it gets to a breaking point, and then you start getting symptoms. And I don't ever want to go near there again. Yeah. And so I come in once a month, and I, I make sure these doctors keep me healthy. My expectation is now that I never go there, yeah. which is why I come to you regularly, which you're now holding your – doctor accountable to keep you healthy yeah not just see you when you're sick yeah and that is a, a drastic change that most Absolutely. people are not used to and usually and part of all that too is we're working with you to not just keep you maintained from our end but helping you to keep yourself maintained yeah you know what are the things that you're working on outside of here to help because if you're like oh i, I just sit and work all day long <clears throat> and my you know I'll, I'm, I'm good to come in once a month it's like if this is all that you're doing, then no, you probably should be in here more frequently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't have an active complaint, but if you're not doing anything outside of that and the, and the patients that we have that are active just, and it doesn't have to be, oh, I work out four times a week, but they're active in life. They're, yeah. you know, going out, doing things. Their, their job is active by nature. Like people that are just moving more have better maintenance schedules because they're moving more versus the person that's sitting at the computer. So it's like, if you're not going to do additional things, then, you know, maintenance is going to look different for you. Yeah. I mean, we have some people that come weekly and they swear by coming in weekly. We have some people that come in every six weeks because 
for them, life moves that fast, and six weeks feels like weekly to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're like, wow, when was the last time I was here? Well, we, yeah. it happens when somebody gets hurt. Like, when was the last time you you think you're in here? Oh, six months ago. You go look. It's like eighteen months. And ago. even they, yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god, that can never happen again." Yeah, and that's where we're like, "Yeah, before you leave, schedule your next one. Worst yeah. case scenario, You'll we get can the reminder. It. Yeah, we can we'll, move it around, man. Just get we'll, it on there and make that commitment. You know, you don't have to book them out. Hey, every fifth Friday, I'm going to be here or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, every last Wednesday of every month. Yeah, like, you can just say, "Hey, before I go, let me just look. Me okay, I know probably." an evening that week I'll get in okay just just put it down yeah it's good you know and the reality is we don't have enough chiropractors that do this we don't have enough chiropractors that treat the people and we don't have enough people truly committed to what chiropractic is because of a lot of chiropractors not I, I what I believe is doing it properly I think they're in it for money I think they want to see 20 people an hour in yeah. and out and don't spend this time because the reality is with two docs in this office we have time for what maybe 240 people a month right wellness which means we're going to do our best to get this message out there and see people but eventually there's going to be a point where we've helped this community enough that 240 people think uh yeah i need to be here monthly yeah and we won't have room for more people right that is a problem yeah it's only a problem because that means where do we send them and i know off the top of your head what do you think yeah. There's nobody that pops to mind, right? right. It's like, well, where else can they go? Yeah. The who alternative is, well, we need more docs here who follow this model yeah. of keeping people, making the dedication to keep people healthy right. and make that commitment to them and that they're looking for people that are looking for lifelong balance yeah. and health rather than reactive care that's only available when I'm sick. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, I can adjust you once and I'll see you and I'll never be, I'll, I'll always help you because I'll always have room in my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can come right in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always available. Yeah. And if I can get you in for a couple more times because it's a little slow this week. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know. let's just keep you tuned up. It's just that time of year. And I would love to see that change. I, I, I get, I get it. Um, but you know, hopefully if a doctor's hearing this, they get a little inspired and they come find us and we talk about it Yeah. and we start changing the paradigm a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that brings us to the detox purification challenge. Now, if any of that conversation, you're like, yeah, those guys got it dead on. I, this is why I see somebody regularly, yada, yada, yada. Now this is where this might become a good conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, because what it can be is something that's going to push, um, some small habits out of the way and give you a month after, uh, you know, Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff yeah, to get through the holidays, to yeah. get yourself through January, February ish on a program. Um, and it's time for like an introspection and there's food changes, there's um, exercise changes, mm -hmm. there's there's different layers to this. And that's just something that we do. I mean, you can go online and buy this yeah. and just take the pills and powder and yeah. you'll be fine. Right. But typically in our office, we like to involve everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, last year we did free workouts with it um, and then. We usually have a group on Facebook and, you know, we're checking in with people. It's like how we've always done with the sugar detoxes yeah. and, and everything because this shouldn't just be a program you do for 21 days and then see it because I don't right. want to just sell you a kit. Right. You know, that I'm not in this to make money. Uh, I want to get you a kit and then make a commitment to kind of walk alongside you for a month or three weeks or whatever it is yeah. to make some, some small changes that are going to stick in the end. So. If you have a glass of wine with your husband once a month, we're not going to take that out. Right. That is not the point of what's no, going on here. No. Um, you know, it's the things you know are the problem that we need to nip in the butt. And then um, 
this is going to be some like whole food changes mm-hmm. and some green foods and fiber and stuff that your body's probably going to poop out a good 10 pounds <laughs> yeah. and you're going to feel lighter. You're going to yeah. be more hydrated. Your energy is going to be up. Your sleep's going to be better. But if you're curious, if, you know, he said a lot of things that I was like, oh my gosh, I need to work on those. Yeah. Well then reach out to us either yeah. email or phone call and we can, we can go through some basic questions to see if this is a good starting point. Yep. A better starting point for you might just be making a new patient appointment and making some smaller changes first rather yep. than diving into a more intensive program. Absolutely. Now, people that have been around and been on their maintenance plan, this might be a little more kick in the butt because you've gotten comfortable. Yeah. And I, because you're maintenance, you've been able to sneak things and you just are symptom free. Right. But you know, I need to clean some stuff up. Then we know that this can kind of help because right. you've learned a lot of things. Right. And so we're not worried about you taking this and then crash dieting. You yeah. Know? So, because uh, the rep for the company, she said her dad did it, and <laughs> yeah, he lost like thirty pounds. She's like, "Dad, well, how'd you do it?" And he's like, "Well, all I had were the shakes. I didn't yeah, eat anything he didn't else." Eat anything else. So basically, he just didn't eat for twenty eight <laughs> oh, days and just funny. had shakes, which is not the point. No. Um, so she's like, "No, that was not the way to do it." So, yeah. but that's what happens when you throw somebody into it that maybe needed some other education first, which right. is why we want to make sure the people using this. Right. Have the right mindset going in or, or have the right goals from it, um, have the right expectations of it and right. things that are going to last afterwards. Especially if we've – maybe you're in maintenance and, you know, the complaint's not active, right? It, we've subsided it in other – but maybe it's like there's something about that that hasn't completely gone away. This might be that, that last piece that helps you – yeah. Like, oh, you know what? That inflammation that kept recurring in that area, like it's manageable. Like I don't, you know, I'm still able to do everything I want to do. It doesn't hurt me, but it just, it always feels like it's there. You never know. Like yeah. getting, you know, detox, getting cleansed stuff out. And then you're like, you know what? I haven't noticed that my, yeah, my bicep tendon or whatever yeah. has, you know, like it's not popping out anymore. Yeah. And those ligaments and muscles got the, the nutrition that they needed to help stay there. Finally. Yeah, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool, guys. If you guys have any questions, comments, you know, reach out to us in the comment section. Share this video. It'd be super helpful. Um, If you're listening on podcasts, share the podcast. It helps us reach more people. If you have specific questions for yourself about this detox or your nutrition or if chiropractic is right for you, you can go to our website, moltenchiropractic.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Molten Chiropractic, Instagram slash Molten Chiropractic. We're on everything. I think. Uh, everything Except is Molten Chiropractic. <laughs> you can Google Molten Chiropractic. We'll pop up. Right. Um, but give us a call. Uh, send us an email, moltenchiropractic at Gmail. Super simple. Yeah. And we're happy to help. If it's somebody that you think needs our help, uh, go ahead and send us an email with them CC'd on it. And uh, if they blow us off, that's fine. But at that's least fine. the connection's made. Yep. Um, send them a send us a text message with them in it. And if they blow it off, that's fine. But at least you put in a little bit right. um, that uh, maybe it starts them in the right direction. So if you thought of somebody, please keep us in mind for referrals. We would love to help. So um, you have anything else? No, that's it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>